Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Game Talk Radio. I'm Greg, and today's going to be a very short one. I do apologize, but I wanted to get something down. But uh, as you might obviously know, it is a day later than I usually do it as well. Today is Wednesday, uh, not Tuesday when I normally do the podcast, but uh, I had to go yesterday. I had to rent a truck and go north a couple hours to get some new glass cases for the store. It was an unbelievable deal I found on Facebook Marketplace. Like I had to go get them. So if you're coming to the store soon, you'll see the new glass cases. Um, but that was my day off yesterday, which I normally do stuff like this. I only expected to be gone half the day. It took me the whole day, of course. You know, it never, ever goes the way you plan. And then I was going to be off today. I was going to be off Wednesday, and one of my employees called in sick. So now I'm literally doing this in the morning, a half hour, hour before I have to go into work. So I do apologize for the brevity of this uh uh, of this podcast, but I wanted to get something out. You know, I like to do it every week, and and that way you guys know I haven't forgotten about you, and, and then I'm uh that I'm still here. So we're really going to talk about two stories. I do have a user question, and I do have a game of the week which we're going to cover, uh, and I really only have two stories we're going to talk about. One, we're going to talk about first the uh, the Minecraft 10-year celebration is coming up, and they haven't invited Notch, who is the creator of Minecraft, who uh, sold the company off to Microsoft a couple years ago, five years ago. And then we're going to talk about the hottest video game movie trailer to drop yesterday, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, we're not going to show it on here or listen to it just because for the podcast be so difficult. Um but it's spoiler it's not great so we'll talk about that um and uh and yeah uh, i wanted to talk about avengers endgame but i'm gonna wait until next week because it will be spoiler heavy like i always do like i always warn you guys it's gonna be spoiler heavy but i want time to talk about that and that's probably gonna be a half hour conversation so i didn't want to do it today because i don't have the time to like dedicate to it <clears throat> um but with that being said let's uh let's just roll into this story about notch from minecraft so first up on the podcast today, uh, the story I wanted to cover was how the creator of Minecraft, Notch, as he's known uh, on the internet, that's his persona, uh, Marcus Person um, <clears throat> is his name. Uh, so Microsoft is celebrating the 10-year anniversary of Minecraft coming up, which is cool. So congratulations to Minecraft being 10 years old already. Uh, yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I feel like Minecraft's 10 years old already. That is insane. Uh, but it is true. Uh, it's 10 years old, and they're having a celebration at the Mojang Studios in Sweden, I believe, is where they're doing that. And unfortunately, they have decided not to, uh, well, unfortunately for him, I guess, they've decided not to invite Notch. And so on the surface, right, you look at that and you go, well, why would you not invite the person who created it? Like, like what, what an inspiring conversation that could be, right? Like, you could have um, infinitely... Uh, amazing knowledge come from him to the fans and you could have him reveal something new or have him even introduce the person who's leading the team now and be like you know I, i'm not involved anymore but the amazing work this team has done like something you could do like a <clears throat> like a corporate sort of uh, advertising uh spiely bob there and uh and so but they've decided not to do that and so you're like okay well well I, you gotta know why right and and uh this isn't the first sign that Microsoft has been distancing themselves from Notch. <clears throat> so uh, in in March, there was actually an update to Minecraft that removed a few of the loading screen messages that had any reference to him. And now you're just kind of asking yourself, well, he sold the game off five years ago for, by the way, $2.5 billion. <laughs> okay, 2.5 He became an instant billionaire. 
Not saying that his hard work wasn't worth it. Uh, obviously, he created a game that many people love and enjoy. He deserves the, the, the money he got for the effort he put into that <clears throat> as far as a business side goes, right? Uh, even though there is some controversy that the game, uh, in his own words, was inspired by a game called Infiniminer. And so if you've never heard about Infiniminer, <clears throat> here's the description on the website. Infiniminer is a first-person competitive mining game that takes place in a procedurally generated block world, allowing players to mine, build, and explore. And then it says, sound familiar? That's because Infiniminer is the game that started the block genre that everyone knows and loves. And it's also quite buggy and old. So this was actually... Um, on Notch's official blog, he states that he played Infiniminer and that was the game he wanted to make. But he needed to make it better than this game. Uh, it's it's actually really interesting because it, it shows um, like a lack of innovation when it came to creating Minecraft. But, you know, all said and done, he admits to that, you know, so it's not like he's trying to hide it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being inspired by games. That's a conversation for another day, like to say that, you know, <clears throat> this game was inspired by like Castlevania was inspired by Super Mario Brothers well because it's a side scroller and blah 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 <clears throat> excuse me I mean that is accurate uh, but it, it doesn't mean that it was a ripoff or a copy or that Mario Brothers deserves money from them and that's kind of the, but it is some controversy surrounding this that that you know this was a game that was out and popular and he basically took the idea and just added things to it um, so uh, with that being said, though, Microsoft, when they when they had done the update, they didn't say anything about why they removed Notch's references from Minecraft. And so then it goes on to say, <clears throat> so finally, once a word came out that he was not going to be attending the 10-year celebration, <clears throat> Microsoft talked to a reporter at Variety. And Variety, uh, here was the quote from Microsoft, quote, his comments and opinions do not reflect those of Microsoft or Mojang and are not representative of Minecraft end quote. Um, okay. <laughs> so that's kind of weird. And I, I won't pretend like I don't know. So I'm on Twitter. I don't follow notch. Um, but I've come across his tweets before with people sharing them saying, look at this, look who said this. And there's definitely some controversial things there. I, I have a really hard time. Like, like most, most of his controversial stuff is he'll say something like a transgender, woman is a woman and that we like like that was one of the tweets i don't have it up here but something along the lines of you know why are we celebrating you know a mental disorder and and so some of these really insensitive things to kind of like our social um construct as it is you know and and so he's almost has this kind of i want to harken back to a time where men were men and women were women even though i don't actually think he's that old <laughs> so he has this kind of <clears throat> and maybe it's something um you know, he's not, he, I think he's, is he Swedish? I think he's Swedish born, you know? So I, I think he moved to the U.S. after he sold Minecraft, I think. So I don't even think he, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I'd have to look into that, but I, I don't, I don't think he lived here. Like, so it could be a cultural thing. That, that's my point, right? That's my only point. And about, about that. So there are some cultural things there, but he's also digging really deep into the government conspiracy things and, and the, the QAnon and all this other kind of like, weird like red pill conspiracy stuff you know and so he's also a little bit you know conflicted as he'll talk about how horrible the harassment is that female journalists were getting over like the gamergate situation <clears throat> but then he won't but then he he'll he'll fire back on some like more sexist sounding tweets like things like um <clears throat> we need to have a a heterosexual 
male day, you know, a heterosexual awareness day or something like that. And it's like, you know, that's like, that's again, going back to the people who are saying, you know, black lives matter. And then someone comes in and goes, well, we should have a white lives matter. It's like, well, yes. And yes, all lives matter. But why do you have to take away from their movement to make your point? And no one's stopping you. No one's stopping you from setting up a, hey, this is, you know, <laughs> I want to have a Minecraft creators day where, where I, we celebrate how I created Minecraft. I mean, you can do that, but that doesn't mean you have to stop someone else from trying to celebrate or bring awareness to their cause. You know, and I think that's where all this stuff comes into play. Like, yes, it's obvious that all lives matter. That's never been a question. But that was a movement that needed extra attention because there was a problem in the community. And so to say something like white lives matter, it's like, yes, but that's not typically a problem. In fact, uh, it's it's recorded that the uh, the number of convictions and such is, is far greater and the number of police shootings and and violence against the African Americans is higher than white people when it comes to the criminal justice system. So it is something that just needs to be looked at. And I'm not saying and believe me this is not an attack on police because you have to understand that you can be a, a police officer and you can and and you can support police and and support um you know law enforcement and and hope that they're safe every day because that's what you want. And on the flip side, you could still want all people to be taken care of and especially uh, nonviolent acts to happen against African-American people. I mean, like that, that's not two sides of a coin that you have to choose. Right. And so anyway, I'm going to go on this long tangent, but basically uh, he got, he wasn't invited because of his views and his persona on Twitter. And so I know instantly the first thing a lot of people are going to say is, especially in the United States, you have a first amendment, right? to say anything you want. And I feel like every time a story like this comes up, I have to say it. And what the First Amendment states is that the government cannot persecute you for anything you say, even though there are exceptions to that, like screaming fire in a, in a crowded movie theater and, or, or like yelling bomb on an airplane or something like that, right? So there are exceptions to that, but that is the idea of freedom of speech, Okay, freedom of speech is not freedom from consequences. Okay, I can't say this enough. If you work for a company and you say something, and then that company doesn't want to uh, wants to fire you because you said something that made them look bad, that's they're exercising their freedom to fire you because you said something stupid. So again, it's it's like exhausting to me to have this argument where people are thinking about oh you're stepping on someone's First Amendment rights. He's allowed to say whatever he wants. But he's not allowed to say whatever he wants and then not and then be allowed to go anywhere he wants for any company that doesn't agree with him. OK, now, Microsoft is a global company. It's a billion dollar company. They're not going to they're not going to put up with this sort of um, behavior. And, and it's easier for them just to distance themselves, take a little bit of heat from big fans of, of Notch and Minecraft than it is to take. Uh, heat from different social groups, um, from different, uh, and then the outlets that, that would cover those stories, right? So Microsoft has the freedom of speech to say, no, we don't want you here for any reason. The reason they chose was because they don't agree this, um, you know, they're not representative of their product. They don't want to be associated with him based on the things he said. Now, to be fair, what I want to say the most about Notch, and not that he hasn't said things that I look at and I'm just like, what? Like, that's that's next level bad take, dude. Like, that's really bad take. So I've said that many times on the things I've read of his. 
But I can't help but get the feeling when I read his tweets, the dude is like next level trying to troll people all the time. Like I think like like most people that have a lot of money and a lot of free time on their hands, they don't really know what to do with it. And I think he's you know, he sits around and I could see him just being like, I'm gonna shit post today, you know? <laughs> I'm just gonna write something and just watch the people go crazy over how how crazy it is. You know, I can see him. He seems like that type to me. Uh, whenever I've seen interviews with him and read interviews with him, he's always just seemed kind of like he's got this very strange kind of, um, I don't know, like entitlement sense of like, I, I'm higher than you. Like, I know I'm better than you sort of sense. Like, and I know it sounds weird to say, but I've never talked to him in person, but like the interviews I've seen and the way he talks, like that's the vibe I get. Right. And so I could see him try to do this next level trolling and government conspiracy stuff. He could be trying to rile up people like that. And, and who knows, maybe he's doing that so he can see people on Twitter and then, you know, block them or ban them. So he doesn't have to see that stuff anymore. But if he is, he's playing the long con because this dude's been talking about it for quite some time. And so, you know, it's, I, I honestly think he's, he's most of the time he's just trolling to try to get people to freak out over the things he says. And some people like that. Like some people legitimately like it when people get fired up over things they say, like they like annoying people. They like pushing people's buttons. And I think that's what he's doing is I think he's pushing buttons. So that I do, I really believe that he believes the things he says, probably not most of them, honestly, but if he keeps saying them and then never comes out and says, no, I'm just doing that to push your buttons. Well, then you have to assume that those are his actual views. And so Minecraft has just decided um, that we're done, you know, now we're, we're, we're done with him. Uh, and then I want to say there was, there was uh, one other thing. Um, a Microsoft official confirmed that person would not take part in a press event at Microsoft Studio Mojang in Stockholm to celebrate May 17th. The event will look at the past, present, and exciting future of the decade-old franchise. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, that makes sense to me. I don't know. I, I don't look at this and go feel like his rights are being infringed upon. First of all, he doesn't have anything to do with the company anymore. So if he had been invited, it would have been... Hey, we want you to come here. Just, just come hang out with us and, and do a cool thing. You know, it wouldn't, it, they don't have any obligation to him. So it's not like, you know, he paid them to be there and then, or pay, some reason he was some sort of transaction to be there. And then they canceled on him. They just said, we're not inviting him because of the things he said. And I think that's perfectly fine. That's Microsoft exercising their right. Their, their shareholders and their board members are exercising their rights to take care of the company, to take care of their stock prices and such so how it kind of goes um so yeah if you ever want i mean you can look up like notch bad tweets or something like that but it, it's you know like i said i i looked through a bunch just to kind of see what i was looking for and yeah there's there's a few like really rotten eggs in there and then there's a few like just oh okay he's just being sharp-witted you know oh i gotta i i can i can sound more intelligent than maybe i am and just kind of quip and 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 beat at people and um, you know and and again some people get off on that so i guess that's fine but the, that's the story anyways that minecraft is not or microsoft is not inviting um notch to uh to the minecraft celebration and uh and that's their right uh just as it would be his right to uh, not go if he didn't want to and he was invited so uh that's just how it works All right, so the second thing we want to talk about on the podcast today, like I said, it's it's going to be a short one today, uh, boys and girls, so I, I do apologize. But next up on the podcast, <clears throat> sorry, oh, I got to reset it. I got to reset. Sorry, I, I got to have, because if I don't leave enough like that three-second gap, I can't find in the edit when I'm going to cut this out. I can't find it, so, um, so here we go. <laughs> so next up on the podcast, we want to talk about 
Sonic. <laughs> oh no, Sonic. What am I doing here? Here we go. This is what I was looking for. <clears throat> Sonic the Hedgehog trailer dropped yesterday. My God, uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> and not the kind of gift you want to get. <laughs> uh, so we had seen the concept art. The original release concept art showed, I think, San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge. And it showed like a hill, if I remember right. And then Sonic's legs. And his legs were just really long and furry. <laughs> we were all just like, ugh. But, you know, hey, keep an open mind, right? And so you keep an open mind. And then uh, you see like what Sonic looks like and you're like, and another piece of art that comes, you're like, oh, that doesn't look very good either, but okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> this little, like, gif of it is playing here, and it's just making me lose my mind. Um, and so then the full trailer drops, and, and a few leaked screenshots that come out a couple days ago of what Jim Carrey looks like as uh, Dr. Robotnik, and I won't lie, I actually thought it looked fine. You know, they gave him kind of these weird, the weird mustache, the glasses, like, I'm like, okay, I'm on board with Robotnik. Jim Carrey's kind of a weirdo. He's a good weirdo. Like, he can be the weirdo kind of, it, it, this could work. This could work. <clears throat> um, and really, uh, I, my only issue is not the way Sonic looks. But you see how Sonic looks, and he just does not look good. I don't know, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm going to play spell with no volume. Um, so... Like, he just doesn't look good. Sonic himself looks like... I don't... I, and I'm not doing this in a derogatory term. Like, I'm not saying anything bad against furries. But it looks like someone made, like, furry fan art of Sonic. Like, it's a humanoid-looking Sonic. Maybe that's the, the more accurate way to say it. It's a humanoid-looking Sonic. And it just is kind of creepy, to be honest. <laughs> it's just kind of... It's creepy, man. He looks creepy. And so, anyway, it's a problem. You know, he just... Like... Even from the front there, it doesn't look too bad until he starts talking and then his eyes are small and his teeth and it's just very, it's very creepy. But that's not the, really the issue I have with this. So yes, creepy Sonic aside, they could have made him look different, but they did the same thing with the Ninja Turtles and they've done other things and it's like, it is a generational kind of enjoyment. So like, I understand that, um, I understand that, uh. What do I want to say that uh, that it's not for me necessarily, right? Like like this is being made maybe for kids, you know, um, and and basically Jim Carrey's doing his best Ace Ventura. <laughs> it's 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 actually kind of weird but funny because I love Ace Ventura, so not a big deal. Um, <clears throat> but uh, anyway, so my issue though is as the trailer goes on here, and I know podcast listeners you can't see it, but um, he's got weird looking teeth. His face looks weird. Uh, of course it's a live action movie, so it's all live actors with a CG Sonic, it's like, why didn't you just do a full CG movie, you know? And, and so anyway, besides that though, the whole point of this is Sonic has some sort of energy that allows him to run this fast, right? Some sort of electricity or something. And you know, so the government wants it. So that's my initial, just this sucks right out the gate is that we're doing a, Oh, he's a secret. The government's going to try to treat him like a secret weapon and take him away. And they want to use him for experiments. And then there's this good old boy cop, who, who wants to protect him, but then there's Dr. Robotnik, who's the mad scientist, who's gonna yada, yada, yada. Um, so I, I hate that. Um, I absolutely hate the fact that it's a government story, you know, like, oh, the, the big bad government's coming to, coming to, you know, kill Sonic the Hedgehog or steal him so they can make, uh, you know, super weapons out of his electrical fur, <laughs> you know? So, so anyway, that's kind of the first thing that sucks. Um, and, and 
so the I mean, and then this whole trailer just feels very generic. And there's there's some decent humor. Um, it's got uh, is that James Marston? Is that his names? He plays Cyclops in the X Men movies, and then he was in uh, he's in Westworld. Like he's good. I like him. You know, like he'll do all right. He'll be fine. <clears throat> However, um, and and like Doctor Vodnik looks good. Like I will say that I do like that. Um, However, I just think the movie itself just like Sonic is off putting and and uh, and not great. So with that being said, though, um, there's a couple of arguments going on about it around the Internet. So there's a lot of people trying to stay positive. Right. And, and they're like, but, you know, I'm trying to stay positive, but it just doesn't look good. And I think that's a fine take to have. I feel the same. In fact, yesterday I shared the trailer and I just I just tweeted out. Oh, no. And then I replied back. Got to go fast. To the three dollar bid at walmart and gotta go fast to streaming service crackle <laughs> but <laughs> it's um <laughs> that's what's i mean it's not you know it might, it might do well it might be a great movie who knows but the argument that a lot of people are making in favor of the sonic movie right so then you have always had the people coming out saying don't crap on things why do everyone always have to crap on things and it's like well we don't always crap on things in fact i rarely crap on things but i'm a realist i call things out that i think are bad and i think they look bad i'll say they look bad and if i think they look good i'll say they look good and that's just that's just how it goes i mean i understand like what's so difficult about that right but alas it is difficult uh for some reason uh, where people can't just be allowed, like, like, yes, you should be allowed to enjoy things. You see that meme a lot, right? Like, like, like you see the, shh, just let people enjoy things. Like, okay, shh, just let people not enjoy things. That's okay too. Me saying I didn't like it isn't any different than you saying you liked it. Now, of course, yes, if there's people going on to your poster and say, I love Sonic, and they come and be like, are you an idiot? That thing looks like crap. Well, then yes, that person's terrible, and yeah, and you know, and whatever. Um, but like, just someone on Twitter being like, "Oh, I don't think this looks very good." Be like, "Oh, why are you crapping on it?" Like, I I'm not allowed to have opinions if if it's not positive about something. And now listen, I agree that we should try to be more positive about things in general. Like, I just think overall, like as a society, we need to be more positive. Cause we always we love the drama, right? That's why dramatic TV shows are popular and reality TV is popular. And watch an American version of a show like Kitchen Nightmares, and then watch the the uk version and the uk version doesn't do all this dramatic build-up you know but in the u.s we got to have like this drama and people pushing each other and fights and la la and drama it's everything gotta be drama so i understand like we need to try to be more positive but that doesn't mean that you just allow stuff that looks like it sucks to look like it sucks without saying anything i mean well you know what i mean um so anyway i don't know it just kind of makes me a little crazy like like you're only allowed to say good things about things you know i, I don't know nah, whatever Anyway, so so I understand that point of view. And then the other point that those people are making is that and this this came up a long time too, like with Transformers and with Turtles and with some other stuff is the conversation that um, the conversation that it's not for you. It's for the kids. So if you don't like it, who cares? It's not for you. And I go, OK, that's probably a little bit accurate, right? They're trying to bring Sonic to a new generation. Um. But Sonic wouldn't have the ability to go to a new generation if it wasn't for the old generation. And I don't understand. And this is this was my problem with Turtles, right? And, and this is my problem when they when they change the look of something like this. Like Sonic looks terrible. He's got white fur instead of gloves. Like it's just it's just all awful. His legs are too long. He's too long of a body. You know, this is the problem I have with it. Kids don't care if he looks like this or if he looks as realistic to old Sonic as possible. They're not going to care. They're new to the series, right? That's everyone's argument. They're new to this, you know, it's for the kids. 
So you can make them look like that and then still appeal to the old fans by making him look like the original Sonic. So it's not like you're taking away anything from the younger kids by making him look like the old Sonic. And so I don't understand why there's like this update, like why why you can't make your characters look like the originals. It's just really frustrating to me. Um, that argument about it not being for us, so don't complain about it. But since it's for the kids, the kids don't have any frame of reference. And the only frame of reference they would have if they had one was the old Sonic. So just make them look like the old Sonic. It's like, it's so basic. It's so stupid, man. It's just, ah, it's frustrating. It's the same with the turtles. Like, you don't have to make the turtles look so stupid and, and like, different and weird. You can just, just make them look how they used to look. Because the old fans will care and be happy. And then the new fans, they didn't care. But now they'll know that they look cool, too. It's not like making them look new and different will make the younger people like them more than they would have if they looked the other way, I guess is my point. So it's just weird. So this movie just doesn't look good. And then I don't, so I don't understand that point. Um, the whole argument that it's just not for us and it's for the kids is just, I just think that's kind of, I think it's kind of disingenuous. And I think people should be allowed to complain about things when they're not happy, especially when it's something that you care about. Like, and here's the perfect example, right? So uh, we've been watching trailers now for the last couple of weeks uh, for Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu made everything look exactly like they're supposed to. They look like the actual Pokemon. That movie's probably going to do really well. And so why, where are all the arguments from those people coming out saying, well, this isn't for old Pokemon fans. It's for, the new, it's for the new fans, the new kids. Okay, but they still did the right thing and made it look like the original Pokemon so that the old fans could enjoy it as much as the new fans, I guess. That's just my whole point is you could have hit both crowds. Here, everyone who's a Sonic fan for the most part, hates this, as far as I can tell. I'm not, I haven't seen any positivity about it. And the people who aren't Sonic fans will probably watch it. Like, you could probably take your kid to it, and they'll probably love the movie. And that's great. But it could have had, like, we're such a nostalgic society right now. Like, we're in, like, the birth, of, like, we're in just, like, the middle of this explosion of 30 and 40-somethings want to relive their childhood from the 80s, you know? 80s and 90s. So why would you make something like that that is apparently like, well, we, we're not trying to make it appeal to them. Why would you not? <laughs> you want to make it appeal to the most amount of people as possible. My goodness, it's just crazy. Man, if they could just tweak Sonic, I think it would have a chance. Now, it still has other issues. Like I said, the whole tired military wants to use him as a weapon story, and you're fighting against missiles and, you know, whatever. It's stupid. Um, but... You know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's going to be better than the Monster Hunter movie that's coming out. I can pretty much uh, bet uh, bet the farm on that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there you go. Sonic, uh, the, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog coming soon, unfortunately. All right, so those are the two stories I want to talk about. Um, but I did want to share a story with you. I forgot I was going to do it at the beginning of the podcast, and I didn't. But, uh, so, you know, spoilers... Uh, I often will share spoilers um, on this channel, like if I'm doing a movie review or something. But when I do spoilers, um, I always tag it, right? I'm always like, hey, spoilers, 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 don't listen, spoilers. I say it like 500 times, you know, and I put it in the video, put it right on the the, the thumbnail, spoilers, don't watch this. And uh, and so I'm like, spoilers, 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 don't do it. Um, And... So Endgame, obviously, one of the biggest movies to come out in a very long time, means a lot to people who are big comic book fans. I am one of those people. I've been waiting a long time for this movie. I saw it Thursday night because I knew that someone would try to spoil it for us at the store. 
Um, it's just something that like I've come to know and realize there is that one, someone might accidentally do it just because they're so excited to talk about it. Or two, people will maliciously come after you and try to like spoil something, even though you specifically tell them, do not spoil that for me, please. And they still will. So, um, on Monday morning, we got a phone call. Uh, I didn't answer it. David answered it. And Dave has not seen Avengers yet. And I'm not going to do the spoiler for you. I'll just tell you that something was spoiled. So the customer called, and I tweeted this out, but the customer called and said, hey, do you have a game for PS2? And David goes, what game? And then the customer rattles off an endgame spoiler. I mean, I'm, I'm floored by that, that that happened. And Dave just, you know, turns the phone off. And Dave's going to see it today, actually, at 11 o'clock. And so it, I just can't believe what is wrong with people. You know, we're, we're working. We have no option. It's not like, it's not like someone on Twitter spoiled it in a thread of Avengers stuff. And I was reading that or that David was reading that he had to answer the phone for work. We, it's our job. We have to do that. I mean, so now I wish I had answered it because they could have spoiled it for me and it wouldn't have spoiled it because I'd already seen it. But I don't, I have to question people like that. Like what is going on? And this goes back to like the notch story a little bit. Like some people love to push buttons. Some people think it's hilarious to like ruin things for people. And and I'd be very surprised if this person didn't like wasn't recording it and was trying to like make a YouTube video of businesses freak out when we spoil end games or something like that. I could totally see that, right? But the funny thing is we have caller ID. They didn't use a call blocker and the we have their number on file from them being a customer. So it's like how stupid can you be? You know? I mean, ugh, it's just really frustrating, man. Uh, I'll be honest, it's 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 frustrating. Um, but anyway, I wanted to share that story with you. So I won't share the spoiler. I will next week when I talk about Endgame, I'll, t I'll talk about what that spoiler was. Uh, so that if you're listening, but, uh, that gives you a whole extra week to watch the movie. But all I will say is go watch it, please. If you love the Marvel movies, you have to go see it and you have to go see it like now it is. It is awesome. My quick review very rarely does a buildup pay off after you've been building up something for 11 years. This paid off, man. It, it is the ultimate payoff. It was so good. Not perfect movie by any stretch. It was very good. Very, very good. Um, okay. So let's get to our listener questions. Um, let's see here. Um, okay. So the, the, the question of the day is what comic or super, what comic book hero or superhero in general do you think would make a great video game that hasn't been made yet? excluding already made titles uh and team games don't count so i think they're meaning things like um injustice doesn't count towards like dc superheroes or something like that uh what superhero do i think would make a video a great video game hmm hmm i probably should have read this more in depth and thought more about it because this is a good question so um so they've attempted to make superman games before in the past i'd love to see them make a good superman game but it's going to be very difficult because Superman is essentially, you know, the most overpowered hero of all time. So how do you make a game that makes you vulnerable when you've got a character that's invulnerable? Um, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you'd have to do something really lame like, oh, you know, these... Uh, these Krypton monsters all crashed. And so like your powers are stripped. You still have powers and, and you got to like get power ups to get your powers back. Um, and yet, and if you destroy a Krypton cluster, then you get some of your powers back in that area or something like that, like an open world game. But that, that was my pitch and that sounded shitty in my head as I was saying it. Um, I mean, the X-Men have had good games. Spider-Man just had game of the year last year. Um, Maybe a four-player, and I know they've had games before, but maybe a good one, but maybe a four-player Fantastic Four game would be cool. I'd love to see something like that. 
Um, a Silver Surfer game. Now, they had one on the Nintendo, which is notoriously bad, but, like, a, a Silver Surfer open world, like, like planet surfing, like, back and forth between planets could be pretty cool. Um, um, comic or superbook here? I'm, I'm kind of looking at my own, um, like, my own comics that I like. Uh, you know, recently I've been reading a comic called East of West, uh, it's like a post-apocalyptic Horseman of the Apocalypse sort of storyline. That'd make an awesome video game. Um, I'm trying to reach outside the box a little bit. I mean, Spawn probably deserves a pretty good video game at this point, but there's been a bunch of Spawn games. None have just really, really hit at home. But yeah, there's a lot of possibilities there. That's a great question. Um, I'm kind of looking through my comic shelf a little bit here, like just quickly as I as I think about it. Uh but yeah, so that's that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, um, oh, you know, a great one would be Invincible. Invincible is an image comic about the son of a superhero. It's it's actually a, very similar to like a, a Superman type story, um, and I think it kind of started off almost as like a spoof on superhero books, uh, but it was pretty good. Um, and then of course, Kick Ass. Like Kick Ass would be a, probably be a pretty good game um, because that you're a regular person, you know, so like you could make that grounded in reality and you get your butt kicked because you are a real person, get your butt kicked. So, uh, they technically did make a kick-ass game too, for the record. I think it's a really terrible indie slash mobile game. I was actually made by, um, that local studio here, Frozen Codebase. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, so that, those, those are some of my ones that I would, I would tick off that list. Uh, if you, any of you have any, please, uh, tweet me, uh, you can uh, tweet at me on uh, on Twitter about it at Game Trade Greg, uh, or you can email us at dropratetest at gmail dot com, uh, or you can message me on the Game Trade Facebook page technically too. Um, if you guys are regulars at the store and you've already and that's easier for you. <clears throat> um, and so then lastly, we're gonna get into our game of the week, which is let me switch this over here. Game of the week is Super Off Road. Now. Uh, on the Nintendo, it was Ivan. I have it on this too. It's uh, maybe I don't have it. I know I have it. What the hell's going on here? Let's see. So bear with me, people. As I look through my games over here. It's like Ivan Iron Man Stewart. Yeah, I think I, I think because I got the Genesis one, I took it back. So it's like Ivan Iron Man Stewart's Super Off Road, and it's a great arcade game. It's probably one you saw in a lot of pizza places and stuff like that. But it was a three-player arcade game with three steering wheels and pedals. But you stood up at it, like you stood up at the arcade. It was actually pretty brilliant design, and um, and it was it was like an isometric view or top-down racing game. So it wasn't like a third person where you're behind the car. Um, you're, you're like in the aerial view. So everyone's looking at one screen and you're controlling your car with the steering wheel and pedals. And it's this really, really fun, really loose racing game. So it's like an off-road track and you'll have like bumps and stuff like excite bike bumps and hills and mud pits and stuff. And so you kind of go around and, and it's just like, a, it'll be like a four or five lap race. And as you're going around though, you collect money or you collect different things. Nitro boost, you have a nitro boost button and, uh, and you collect all these different things. And then you kept upgrading your vehicle. So even in the arcade, every, if you want to race, you got to keep the money, you got to upgrade your truck to go faster and faster. Um, and, uh, so the home version for the Nintendo is not bad, but it wasn't arcade perfect. The Genesis one gets about as close as you can get. Now there is, this is also on Super Nintendo. It's probably the same, but I have it on Sega Genesis because it's, uh, um, 
uh, the, my preferred console. Uh, it's what I had growing up. But uh, this one also is published by... Uh, why am I spacing on this all of a sudden? Well, in any uh, accolade, I think, is what it is. And so basically, though, it comes in a cardboard box and not the red cardboard boxes that Sega did. These were like old school cardboard boxes. So like this, Double Dragon, I think are the only two I have in this style box. But there were a lot of ones like this. Um, ballistic, I think, was it says Ballistic on the box. Anyway, um, yeah, it's super off-road. Great arcade game. This is a great home port. Super Nintendo or Genesis, both would be fine. Um, they're both good. But definitely played. If you've never played Super Offroad, it's a really fun racing game. And uh, it is up to two players on the Sega Genesis. I think it was up to four players on the NES, actually, with the four with the four score. Um, and I'm not sure about the Super Nintendo one. But, uh, yeah, check it out. Yeah, pretty good game. All right. So thank you, everybody, as always, for listening and watching. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, you can subscribe on iTunes. Just search for Game Talk Radio in the podcast app. If you are watching this on, uh, or if you're listening to this on SoundCloud or on iTunes, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. We're so close to 5,000 subscribers. We're going to hit it in the next month or so. 5,000 subscribers. I don't even know where to go from that. 10,000 is the ultimate goal, though. So that's where, that's where we're headed. So we have 5,000 subscribers, uh, almost. Uh, so you can subscribe to us on YouTube. We're at youtube.com slash drop rate. That's the channel I do with the two other dudes. Uh, and then you can uh, follow us on Twitch. Uh, we're twitch.tv slash the drop rate. Unfortunately, they're not the same. So YouTube drop rate, Twitch, the drop rate. Look for a little DR logo. It's yellow and gray and you'll find us. No problem. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so thank you as always. And if you listen to this on iTunes, uh, and you want to listen on SoundCloud for some reason, you can do that. <laughs> just go to SoundCloud and search for game talk radio. So whenever you listen to just the podcast, always search for game talk radio. And of course, follow me on Twitter at GameTradeGreg. You can tweet at me. If you follow me, I will follow you back. Unless I look through your timeline, you have a whole bunch of weird racist stuff or a whole bunch of crazy like political stuff. Um, as long as you don't got any of that, I'm, I'm, I'm down to always follow anybody who follows me. So thank you very much, as always, for listening and watching. We'll talk to you again next week. Well, maybe, actually. So here's the thing. I actually have to work next Tuesday, too. But I should be off Wednesday. So the podcast might be out next Wednesday as well. So just a heads up to all those listeners. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you again next week. Take it easy. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>